So this week we're talking about um, hybrid ritual. We um, did our kudios druid moon last week and we're just recording a quick intro since it's got some interesting audio splices in it. It does. Some of those splices are um, music. So we did a musical working. So you'll hear Walk With Wisdom sung in a group of people for the first time in over a year. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you'll also hear us as we speak and sort of work in the weirdness of this pandemic into the liturgical language that we use. So ride along with us as we ride out to our right and then ride home and give you both sides of how this worked. Boop, 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 druids and cars go into festivals. They can chat about things. It's a druid podcast in cars. Do, 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 do. Sometimes the best parts of festivals are the discussions that surround them, reflections on what we did and heard, anticipation of what's to come, and processing what it all means in relation to our spiritual work. We wanted to help either introduce you to that phenomenon or extend it for you. That's what this is about. I'm Reverend Jana Vende. And I'm Reverend Michael J. Dangler. We're priests of Arnriach Fane and members of Three Cranes Grove ADF in Columbus, Ohio. We're recording these sessions actually live in cars, actually going to festivals and events, so you will hear road noise, turn signals, and navigation prompts. But that's part of what makes it fun. So... Sit back and enjoy, druids. In cars. Going to festivals. So we got to try something new today. We got to try and hybridize our ritual for a post-pandemic world. And that means that we have to broadcast, interact, and work energy at a distance and in the immediate space all at the same time. Should be fun, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we're doing our dry run with our Kudios Moon, which is what we're driving to now. It's our rain month. And we're going to try and do a full tech setup for this, just like we're going to do for Beltan in a couple of weeks. And we're going to see how it goes. So we've got extra microphones, a full set of ritual kit, and a computer to kind of act as the hub of our work and I'm kind of curious to see how it goes yeah I think it'll be interesting because we're used to doing this kind of like from a woo perspective we are now used to doing energy work at a distance but it'll be interesting mixing in because now we have the ability to do like our traditional workings yeah and to mix that in with people who are still distant yeah, well, particularly this working, because we're blessing shoes. Yep. And uh, so that means that it's actually a great one to start to do this in, because the, the kudios blessing, uh, we bless shoes, because this is also traditionally the start of our festival season, which we're not really doing this year, thanks to COVID. Um, but it's the time when we step out into the world, is what we've often said, and Hopefully, with vaccines, with um, good distancing measures, um, and smart people around us, hopefully, we can find our own way back into the world. So in this right, we're going to honor Ardio. Um, 
bear goddess. And the reason that we picked her is because um, the bears hibernate throughout the winter. And then around this time of year, start to come out of their, uh, their spaces just as we do. So tying it in with start of the festival season and with stepping out into the world uh, seemed like a no-brainer sort of choice, especially since I kind of wanted to fit Ardio in there somewhere. Yeah. She, she was a, a good, good one to, to pull in. Um, and that connection with the bear and the, uh, the hibernation and coming out of winter uh, felt really good. And it feels even better, actually, at the moment, um, now that I've had a moment to ruminate a little bit more on it. Uh, and I think that it's going to work out very nicely. I definitely like, I mean, I've always liked the coming out of hibernation um, because it's when the weather finally turns and you're finally like, yes, I can wear a spring jacket instead of my heavy coats. Yeah. Um, and I feel like there's even more a sense of coming out of hibernation right now because we've been hibernating for a year. We sure have. Um, and, you know, we're obviously not there yet. Ohio just went back to purple yesterday um, on our health alert system, which is worse than red. Um, <laughs> yes. So, like, we're definitely not there yet, but there's hope on the horizon for coming out of hibernation. And maybe... I don't know, maybe a little extra magical oomph. I don't think it can hurt, that's for sure. And so, the journeying out, the moving forward, all of that draws on these themes that we're looking for here. So, we'll bless our shoes, we'll walk through some cornmeal. Do we have cornmeal? I don't bring cornmeal. We'll have to find some cornmeal, or something. We don't always do cornmeal. No? Sometimes, no, that was something that I picked up at one point because it's what I had. I mean, legit. I liked it because it left tracks that were safe. Visible. Well, that were, like, biodegradable safe tracks. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, the original plan didn't have any of that in it. Um, and I think that I've been to one of these since you started doing that because you started doing this right around the time that I had the twins. Yeah. And so that adaptation, which I really like, is pretty much all you. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> so plans for the hybrid is we're going to set up three microphones around the space and point them at the places where we'll do the, the work from. And then we'll have one camera, I think. I did bring a second in case we wanted to set one up, but I don't quite know what the space is going to look like yet, so... I feel like that might be too much tech. I'm just thinking about, like, between trying to run the ritual now and at Beltane, and, yeah. like, trying to manage multiple cameras, I just, I don't know that that's... The management process is the part that has me most concerned, because I don't know how much we can do that. I mean... Obviously, we'll we'll have enough people there who know how to run the tech, but moving in between tech and ritual and is a whole lot more difficult when you're not right in front of your own screen. Yeah. And since we'll have one screen for many participants there, I think it's going to be even a little bit more train wrecky. That's why we're doing. Yeah. Well, and I don't I don't want to like assign someone like your job is tech in this ritual. 
Right. Um, because, we want to make it so everyone can participate. Right. And, yeah, I just think that would be, like, I know for you, tech is, like, one of your things, but I don't want to, like, that's not fair to pull you out of yeah. doing ritual stuff. Well, we don't want to tech. pigeonhole someone, even if they really like doing the tech. We don't want to always rely on the same person either. Right. We will probably have to have someone who's remote also be a host, I suspect, because they'll need to make sure that if anything does crop up, that they can manage it. Yeah. We haven't assigned that role, so we'll see who shows up on the Zoom, and then we'll go from there. But I think that's going to be a key thing, because if you're, if you're doing ritual, and particularly if you've only got one screen that's pointed at the whole thing, I, I don't think that you want to have to manage that piece of it. I don't think you want to have the hosting duties as well. We'll have to bring tape again to put tape on the ground so people know where they can stand. Yeah. But this time we can just mark it with the uh, steel cut oats or something. Oh, yeah, we could do that too. Um, but yeah, I don't know how it's going to go. So the thought was to provide a little bit of pre-game warm-up <laughs> by trying to talk through some of it and then we'll see how it goes and come back at the end of it. Sound good? Yep. Cool. Got the fire. The only flames. Got the well. Be but water. Got the tree. It's branches high and it's roots deep. Draw back to the pillar once more. Let the gates be closed. Let the, the gates, gates be closed. closed. All as it was before, go in peace and blessings. Hey. This ride is over. Lit. Woo! So that went pretty well. Yeah, I thought it went pretty good too. Yeah. So we got there a little bit early so that we could do our, our setup, which was nice. And uh, it didn't take too terribly long. We were able to hotspot off of my phone. So we had connection to Zoom. And we were able to get a couple of people on, which is all we really needed, just to kind of see how things were going to go. Um, we had to rework our working a little bit. Um, yeah, but it wasn't... I didn't think it was too bad. It wasn't. We incorporated sound into the, the work, which came out nice. Um, but the, the thing that I think I found the nicest about it all is that first the tech didn't seem disruptive to the people who were there yeah and i think in large part that's because we're just so used to it at this point i think we really are that it wasn't a big deal and uh we were kind of able to fall back into old habits and it wasn't really a big deal for that either yeah um so we i, I mean heck I, I i mentioned bringing sound into the the working which we haven't done before in this particular one not to any great extent at least um, but I did what I usually do, which is a terrible habit of mine, but I, I love the result, um, which is I turned to my bards and I said, want to do music? <laughs> and we did music. Walk with wisdom from this hallowed place. and sorrow, our roots and grace. May strength be your brother and honor be your friend. And luck. Be your lover until we meet again. 
Walk with wisdom from this hallowed place. Walk not in sorrow or unsuffering grace. May strength be your brother and honor be your friend. And luck be your lover until we meet again. Walk with wisdom from this hallowed place. Walk not in sorrow or rude shall embrace. May strength be your brother and honor be your friend. And luck be your lover until we meet again. I was really, like, it made me emotional when we started singing as people came in. Because, like, singing with other people in ritual space isn't a thing that has happened. Yeah, it's the been a little while. The same thing when we did the uh, water support and surround us prayer. Yep. Like, all together. The, and you could hear other people also saying it. Yeah, we, we did that, I think, for our first ritual on Zoom. We left everybody everybody unmuted, and it was a train wreck. It was horrible. So we've been doing just one person says it, and everyone else mutes. Yep. So you can only hear yourself and the person leading it. So standing in a circle tonight and having everyone be able to say it. Really nice. Was really nice. Yes. Yes, it was. And... I, I didn't quite intend to dive so hard into the coming out of hibernation theme, but it was so darned appropriate um, that I sort of did dive into it pretty hard. Harder than I expected I would, for sure. Yeah. And children of the Earth, I ask that you turn your attention as the spirits do as well. Occasion of this right. Artia. Deep in the forest, you who have slept beneath mounds of snow, who have made her home within the earth, who has stirred, waking after long slumber. Artio, we call to you. We too have spent our time beneath the snow. We too have spent our time huddled away. We call to you now as one who steps forth, as one who draws her family out, as one who reaches for new things in the spring. Hibernations must end. So you too can walk among us. And so we may walk among our fellows. Artio, your work is good. You draw forth the grains of the earth. You draw forth the work of our remembrance of our own work. And we gather it here. In this space where we are all together once more. Whether remote or whether six feet apart. 
come together again to make offering to you, to be reminded that all winters end, and to remember as well the joy of coming together once more. RTO, hear our voices, know us as we know you. RTO, be welcome here. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome, Welcome here. here. The folk brought praise. So that was also fairly nice. We set up three microphones to kind of cover the whole field of everyone in ritual. And I think that worked out really well. I'll, I'll know better when I listen to the recording. Um, but also when I ask the people who were at home on Zoom. Yeah. Um, it's a lot more tech than I think most people would be comfortable with, but it's the level of tech that I'm comfortable with, and uh, I think it worked out pretty well. I hope it did. I was just trying to make it so that everyone could hear everyone, because that's one of the biggest problems being outside, especially with Zoom, is you just can't hear everything. Yeah. And we had some trouble, too. I mean, on, on our end, we couldn't hear the speakers very well. Yeah, I think this is a definite change or adjustment, I suppose, that we should make is to get a speaker. Yeah, either a Bluetooth speaker or just something to plug in. Either way, some way to, to amplify. To be able to hear the people who are virtual, yeah. Yeah. As it stands, we just had someone stand next to the computer and relay stuff that needed to be relayed. But it would have been nice to to feel them more present through their sound as well. Yeah, I agree. Because um, I think that, on our end, that was the thing that was probably missing, was getting that audio feedback from them um, as well. Just got drowned out in the, the large space. Yeah. I'm also interested to, to know how... The, the natural sound around us was for them. Like the birds and the stuff? Yeah, um, particularly the birds and the nature sound, but I'm also curious about what the microphones picked up that wasn't natural. The motorcycle going by at one point or something like that and see if that was distracting. Yeah. I don't know if it was. Because um, microphones pick up whatever they pick up. It's just one of the weird things about them. They, they, they hear everything and they hear it all equally, and we tune stuff out, but the microphone doesn't, and so when it hits your headphones or something like that, it could be a completely different experience. So, yeah. But all in all, I think it went pretty well. Yeah, I was certainly really, really happy to have an in-person ritual. <laughs> to pray at a real fire to, with real people. Yeah, and I got a little taste of it, because I set myself up a fire pit for Spring Equinox. You did. I thought about doing that too, but I was like, no, my tech's inside. I'm going to stay inside with my yeah, tech. Yeah, but uh, to be able to play, pray around a real fire with real people in, like, meat space was was really nice. Yeah, and kind of novel. I, I was... Um, we also um, inducted three new members into the Grove. We've and been saving them up. <laughs> we have. We've been saving them up because we haven't seen them, so we can't give them a physical token. Um and it was nice to do it, but that was that was the thing where I'm like, all right, I, I gotta I gotta 
drop back into that old muscle memory of how to do this. I definitely felt that hard. I was like, I haven't done this in so long. And it's yeah. not like we get a ton of them anyways. No, but there, there's certain parts of it that when you do them right with your body, yeah, everything else falls into place and you can rattle off the words. Um, but you, you've got to... You got to get your body in the right place. You got to get your your mindset in the right place, and you just got to you got to do it. And the first one I did, because I did two, you did one. The first one I did, I I I, I found myself a little bit lost because it's been so long. And but by the second one, I was I was on message, I was on point, I knew exactly what I was doing, so it, it worked out really well. Um, both of them did, but there is something that I noticed myself doing for this one that I would like to keep doing um, is specifically when we're getting ready to give them the token I I specifically asked like is it okay that I hold your hands yes like verbally asked if that was okay Um, yeah I also did that actually Um, it may just be that our consent training has been useful (laughs) I mean probably that but also we're so used to just not touching people Yes. And so, yeah. Yeah. Um, that is also true. The um, the other thing that I noticed, I don't do, I do almost no projecting of my voice in a mask. And so I had to consistently lift my mask back up over my nose uh, a couple of times because I just I haven't done that kind of speaking in a mask in... Your face does different shapes. It really does. Especially when you're trying to enunciate for a camera that's across the room, or across the grove in this case. Um, You you have to open your mouth wider. And I think that's just... That would have been a nice thing for me to have practiced, is projection and enunciation in a mask. Well, now you know. Now you know for Beltane. Now I know for Beltane, and I I know what to expect. Um, And I can figure out how to work in the motion of popping the mask back onto the bridge of my nose in the middle of an evocation, um, which is a skill I'm clearly going to have to learn. (laughs) (laughs) You can almost treat it like your glasses are falling down your face and you just have to keep pushing them back up so you can see properly. (laughs) Yeah, of course the problem is my glasses are fogging up when my nose is in my mask, right. so I, I'm actually <laughs> exacerbating that, that the, the problem of my glasses when I do that, which is not a big deal. I don't mind that, but I don't, since I'm not reading anything, it's not a big deal. No. Um, which is actually, that's another difference. I mean, we spent a whole season, a whole year, reading ritual work. Yeah. Um, and tonight we had no, no scripts and, and no no written word to work from and everybody did great there were, there were a few hesitations here and there I had hesitations myself yeah I definitely had some um, but for the most part it was not a big deal and we all kind of fell back into the the process which was nice I, I wasn't sure how that would go well and it was really nice being able to riff on things and take the like take the moment and the way things felt when they were happening and being able to take your to take your words and follow that. Yeah. So, like, when we did the prayer of sacrifice, and normally our words are like, see your offerings burning in the fire and know that they are 
transferring up to the heavens. Yeah. And I was definitely like, see your offerings burning in the fire. Yes, literally, they are there in this physical fire, and they are burning. <laughs> yep. Because <laughs> we haven't had that for so long. Children of Earth, we have come together finally to make offerings over a real fire. Thank God. <laughs> see in that flame now those offerings burning. And I don't just mean see them in your mind's eye this time. I mean literally <laughs> look at them in that fire burning. It's <laughs> and know that fire, the great changer, transforms those offerings and takes our prayers and sends them on high to where they are heard by the gods and spirits. And so having made these offerings today, together in fellowship. We say, Artio, kindreds all, accept our offerings. Artio, kindreds all, accept our offerings. It was just, it was very much like an in the moment, this is what things feel like, and being able to take that and run with it. Yes. All of that was very nice. Very nice indeed. Also, as I like to say, I bring the mirth and you bring the reverence. <laughs> In my defense, I also often bring mirth. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> there, there, is, there is much of both of that for both of us. Good ride all around. I'm very pleased. And we apparently did not forget how to do it. Yes. We did. Okay. Thanks for listening. And there's more to come. We welcome your ideas and questions. If there's something you would like to hear us discuss in a future episode, please drop us a line at druidsandcars at threecranes.org. If you'd like to donate, you can do so at threecranes.org slash donate. Druids and Cars Going to Festivals is a production of Three Cranes Grove ADF in Columbus, Ohio. Our theme song's lyrics were written by Arthur Shipkowski, and the music is written and recorded by Mike Beershank. Learn more about our grove at threecranes.org and more about druidry at adf.org. As always, keep circulating the tapes and let us pray with a good fire.